What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Danny out here. You know me. And if you don't, welcome. Welcome to Call to Action's weekly segment, Chill to Action. As usual, I have my wonderful co-host with me, Mr. Paul Denuzio. That's me. What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming and chilling with us tonight with our very special guest. I'm so happy to have him on. I uh, hope everybody's doing okay, and let's, uh, let's move this on. And we have our third co-host for the night, Mr. Richard Yarvi. Two weeks in a row, I'm back. What is this sorcery? I'm back. I can't wait. And look at this. I got this evil villain thing going on here. Got my dog. What's up? Let's have some fun. Yeah. And y'all, we have the one, the only, your favorite schmo down heel, Mr. Andrew Guy. Me? No, guys, stop <laughs> that. How's it going? Uh, thanks for having me on. I'm really excited to be here. You know that I'm I'm huge fans of you guys. I'll be honest, I'm new to the show. I know the show is new, but uh, I'm still new to it. So I'm really excited to be on it. Uh, I know Ben had a really, really good time. And, you know, I love the three of you. So I'm, I'm, I think this is going to be a lot of fun. We're super excited. <laughs> Look at that handsome boy. Yay. Speaking of moms, really quickly before we get into right. it, I called my mom because I forgot to tell I forgot to tell her that you were gonna be on. Y'all, if y'all don't know this history, my mom is in love with Andrew Guy. I called my mom on speaker with Paul. Paul heard it. <laughs> my mom was just gushing. So she's super excited. She's probably watching right now. So hi mom. Hi mom. I love I I, I was gonna say I love your mom, but if you're watching, I love you. I love you. I've I wanna we need to we need to hang out more. It just sounds like you know it's gonna be a good time. <laughs> you know, my, my, my girlfriend Britta, she's upset obsessed with your teeth. She's like, oh. oh holy crap, this guy's got such white teeth, I can't handle it. <laughs> this <laughs> random thing I had to had to show up. I got lucky. I got lucky. No braces, never never did anything like that. I just it's those good old Korean Indian jeans, I guess. Go. Nice. All righty, Andrew. So first question as usual. Why Schmodown? What got you into it? Uh, ben did. Ben Ben Bateman, he got me into it. Um, he had become a fan before I did, and he thought that it would be a good idea for us as a show. We've been doing our show, Action Movie Anatomy, for a little while now, like or a little while then, like a couple years. And it was just a way for us to start working with Collider more. And we thought we knew a lot about movies. We thought we could put on some theatrics and um, yeah. So he, he kind of talked me into it. Honestly, I was like, eh, whatever. Sure. Sounds weird. But you know, I guess, I guess, you know, I used to like wrestling when I was a kid and you know, I like movies. So I feel like, I don't know if I can hang with these guys. He showed me a couple matches and I, I think the first match I ever saw was, was a bibs match where he went perfect. And I was like, I don't, I can't do this. Like, oh, this isn't my, I got like five or six questions. Right. So that was, uh, that was how it started. Nice. Dan Merle's mom was not a fan, I guess. Right. Is that true? <laughs> she just told me that I needed to be nice to her, her son, and uh, she was a very she was a very sweet lady, and uh, I, I told her I was sorry. Um, but yeah, I, uh, it's, it's it's weird, you know, being a being a heel, you know, because Ben um, Ben initially was the one that talked to Christian, and he like asked him a couple questions and and ben blew him like the best been question he asked ben and you know ben had no idea i can't remember what he said um and christian was like yeah i don't know I, we'll we'll talk about it down the road and then uh, a couple months later he gave us a shot and 
he wanted us. I, I feel like Ben and I remember it differently. I, I always say that he told us he wanted us to be like the biggest douchebags ever. I think that maybe that's what Ben says, but that's what I remember him saying. Uh, and that he wanted like bad guys. And he attributed us to, you know, he talked about some of the greats in, in wrestling, but he, he wasn't, we weren't sure if we were going to go that crazy yet um, initially. So uh, we started off a little, a little slow. You see, we start to kind of evolve. It starts to, the douchiness evolves, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so this, this is exactly what I wanted to bring up as well, because it's truly scary how comfortable you seem to be in your dastardly character. Every time you get screen time <laughs> or like a cutscene or doing a promo, it gets like it gets better and better. And tell the people how much of you is actually in dastardly. And if, if, if not any, what was the process of coming up with like this? like this sort of an amazing character uh i think you try to take some of the worst parts of yourself <laughs> and then and then some of the parts of yourself that you can't yeah i mean i guess i guess those are just the worst parts of yourself because there's some things i mean obviously there's there's parts of people that we we can all suppress or parts of us that we we have a handle on but you know there's also parts of us that we don't have like i don't have like a a violent like angry violent side to me but if you're going to play a character, you think, well, you know, that could be kind of fun, right? Like what if, you know, so, I mean, Drew isn't really like an angry, violent person. I guess he's tackled a couple people. So, okay. I guess that doesn't really work. That's all story. That's all story. Uh, <laughs> is it though? But, is it? <laughs> no, I don't know anymore. Um, I don't know who I am. So I think you take some of like some of the cool things that you've seen in movies. And I think you also take some of the parts of you that that, you know, like I said, some of the worst parts of you and you just kind of put them to the top because you're like, well, this guy's horrible. Right. He just has to be a bad guy. So he has to say all the things and do all the things that a normal person with a good conscience would never do. And and that's kind of like that's the dastard. And it's it's fun. It's fun to be him. It really is, because. I don't ever get to be like that. I'm not like that. Um, this is, I mean, I, I got stopped by someone recognized me from doing Schmodown and, and Collider stuff the other day when I was at a food truck. I tracked down this food truck. I talked about it on one of our live streams. And uh, he, he tracked me down, or he tracked me down. I tracked down the food truck. And uh, this guy had this triple X habanero Diablo salsa on his table that was like a communal one for the whole food truck. Snickers, come on. <laughs> there he is. He's playing there with uh, he's, he's yeah, I know. He's so sad. I'm taking all of his toys away one by one. Uh, <laughs> they all make sounds though. So I mean he's just like anyway. Um so I went to the table to grab this this hot sauce and this this guy was like, Hey, I know you. You you're like the bad guy on, on like the Schmodown and you do all the collider stuff. He's like, But well, you're so you're like you're so nice. Like I remember the end of the conversation, he said, "Like you're so nice, though." And he's like, "It was really nice to meet you." And I was like, I, "It's so weird that people think that that's maybe just who I am." That's kind of what people originally thought when we joined the league. I mean, for a long time, that's what people thought—competitors and fans. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm just rambling about being a heel, but that—that's—that's that's kind of how it happened, you know. You just, oh my gosh. Got it. The people who tuned into AMA, like after seeing your Schmodown stuff, were like, holy shit, these guys are actually, they're really nice. What's going on here? Is it all an act? It's like they're so surprised, which is like such a statement for you guys because you're doing such 
good jobs with your characters. Yeah, we we're always we're always really excited when people see us do other things. We feel like it kind of redeems us a little bit. A little bit. I do a, I do a follow up to the hill question, but there's a couple of chat yeah. I wanted to bring up. First of all, it didn't take very long, but my uh, smoked out event wife says wants to see the knee pub stickers. We told you it was going to happen as soon as like. Oh, <laughs> there she is, Rachel Silvestrini. Snickers, he's down here. I mean, maybe do you guys want? Do we want a Snickers cameo, or is that uh, something? I think we definitely bring want. Right, yeah, we need one. just like uh, just like Jarvis pub. <laughs> Mine's like, she's like totally falling asleep here. <laughs> oh, there's Snickers. Oh, that's, oh, look at that. Look at this guy. Look at this guy. Look at these pups. My, my dude is in the living room, so he, I can't put him on screen right now. I'm sorry. Oh, where's your cat? I know. My cat's ears. Look at his ears. He sees the dog. Oh, his does he? Are, oh. Yeah, his ears are perked up. He sees them. Anyway, this thing is my life. Oh, you're just the sweetest guy. I love those yeah. ears. There's like it's like a Labrador and, and a pit bull. Is that right? Yeah, he's a he's a Labra Labra pit Labrador pit pit bull. I don't know what to call him. But that's what he is. Adorable. <laughs> He's adorable. All right, that's enough. All I know is that Ashton's rating, there are views just like at least tripled. I think in the past. I know he always takes all my attention away. I'm sick of it. I'm sick. <laughs> of it. <laughs> oh, I'm on a camera ever again. Don't ask me about <laughs> crap. <laughs> also, Brandon said you should not be taking his toys away. He was very upset. So. I know. It's just gonna be, you guys are just got to hear all the squeaking or the bone <laughs> marrow clawing, and that's just not. We don't need that. So. Um, but anyway, to, what to, was your follow up? I apologize. No, trust me, I, a Snickers interruption is never a bad thing. You said you had a hard time with or had to make being the douche or trying to become the douche. Um, but you did such a great job. <laughs> you uh -huh. obviously became uh the greatest heel of all time. That's not uh, not me blowing smoke. I that's think fact. That, that's fact. That is absolute fact as far as smoke not concerned. To me, there's no, no better. I mean, but how do you feel about that? aspect of it considering how many other heels there have been you've had the john rokas as a heel at one point we have the i mean some people are trying to push mike kalinowski as a heel i think he's more of a tweener myself uh, so what yeah. do you think about that aspect of it like how have you done um that? i think that you know it's it's awesome it really is i think being being called the greatest heel of all time is, is amazing and i think uh it, it's tough because I don't want to. I don't want to sound. Other people have done so much more for the league than I have, obviously, in terms of what they've what they have accomplished and the you know the paves they've the, the ways that they wow I can talk the paths that they have paved for others. Um, but if you talk about heels and heel work, I do feel like when Team Action came into the league, it kind of opened the doors to what the next generation of heel could be and. I think John was was a character before, and he was he was like the heeliest of the old age. Um, and I think he's a good heel. I just think it's different. I think it's a little bit different because now it, 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 it. I just don't ever feel like John's a heel, like a true heel. I don't know why. I don't know why I don't. It, he it just feels <laughs> feels like it's just John. You know, like uh -huh. feels like it's just Roca. Uh, 
but his <laughs> his promos are great and 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 like i think that he was kind of the original guy that gave christian the idea that when we came into the league we could do something different and and i think what what we did was basically completely drop who we are as people and just play these characters just these straight characters these straight up bad guys and I think that's kind of why Mike has been able to do what he's done now. And and people call him a tweener, but people also call him the greatest heel of all time and or the greatest heel of the year, you know, or, or, or some of the greatest heel work they've ever seen. And I mean, when you guys think of of the greatest heels, it's like he's always in the conversation, even if he is a true tweener. Um, and I think that, you know, I mean, not on top of team action beating D.C., it was that turned him heel. It's also, I think, kind of what we did in the Facebook groups, what we did with the videos. You know, we were the we were the first ones that ever kind of did that really kind of, I guess, in a fun way, shit talking with the fans and also posting those those videos, those long videos that we used to, you know, talk trash to other teams that we were going to play. I feel like that was something that we didn't really see in the old Schmodown Facebook group a couple years ago, you know, before there was team action. And we did those for every single one of our matches. And it was something that kind of got us hyped. So that's, I think that's kind of, it was the work that we put in over the years. It feels like that maybe got us or got me to that title. And and some of the moments in matches are just amazing. <laughs> I, I think your best promo was um, cut it out. No, don't leave it in or yeah. something. This is, this, is, this is truly, was that improvised? yeah yeah that, <laughs> it's perfect it was perfect Felt then, so uh, th those are you know those are the hardest thing to do honestly because if you think about it from a production standpoint the first thing you do when you get there most of the people will get there either right before their match or the match prior to their match <clears throat> unless obviously your match is the first one of the day which does happen you have to get there early in the day the first thing you do is go and cut a promo now, this is where being a face is, is nice and easy. You can just kind of hang back, be yourself, say what you want to say, excited to play, excited to show off, you know, things like that. Sink or stop. Um, and for for a heel, it's like, or if you want to cut a good promo as a heel, you got to kick it up to 11. You know, first thing in the morning, turn on douchebag right when you walk in the door. You, you got your coffee in your hand. You're still waking up. You're like, all right, here we go. So, uh, yeah, that uh, that that promo kills me, man. I don't even know why. I don't okay. even know why I thought to do either of those things, but I just had to. Yeah, I almost didn't say it. I was like, should I say it? Should I not do it? Should I bark at him? Should I not bark at him? It all it all ended up well. So doing that kind of, I, did that feel like being a manager whenever you were out there with Brandon? Uh. And yeah, do you think managing is something that you could do? I think managing is something I could do. I honestly think I would maybe be better suited at the desk. Um, but I would like to manage as well. Um, I think that I would have a good time managing now that I feel that I respect managers. I used to not really respect managers in the game, but now I feel the game has evolved to that point to where I, I do respect them. I think they play a pivotal part in, uh, in, in singles and team success. 
Yeah, I think this year was really the year where managers kind of stepped up their game and a lot of people started paying more attention to managers and in, in that sort of aspect, maybe now because we have a little bit more and the managers are being more involved with it. So that's that's been a really fun thing to watch. How are you enjoying um, your manager? <laughs> uh, it's... <laughs> It's interesting because I I love I love Robert I think he's hilarious I I love his character I love everything that he says um, but as for him as a manager it's weird because he's doing his thing and we're doing our thing that's that's really what it feels like and you know he's there for our matches to support us but yeah that's also the days that he has to or not has to but he's called in to shoot his scenes because it works that we're all there together um, <clears throat> obviously he's shot a lot of scenes without me so he comes in on his own time when we're not competing. And, and I definitely respect that. But as for what he does during the match, when we're actually competing, it's uh, it's not the same level of involvement as you get with, like, Gucci. You know, Gucci, honestly, he's the one that I mean, I'd put what he's done to the league and more, like, or on the same level as what I've done with heels for what he's going to do with, with managers. And what he's done with managers is... I mean, the character thing is huge. He, he, he's always had a, a great character and uh, characters, you know, whichever one you want, you want to talk about, but also the role that he plays in the game and what he does and in, in calling challenges and making sure questions are asked correctly and making sure boards are written correctly and, and all that. It's, it's huge. Yeah. Brandon Hannah popping in saying he's quickly learned how difficult it is to be a heel as you are the absolute goat. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I would say that you rubbed off on him because I think he's done a pretty good job recently too. So, yeah, Brandon, uh, Brandon does a really, really good job in the in the scenes that he shoots, and and, and it's funny if you know Brandon, it's hilarious because he's he's truly like one of the nicest guys you will ever meet in your whole life. Um, and and yeah, being a heel is it's tough. You get a lot of hate. You get a lot of hate online. People love to watch you lose. People. People love to watch you lose in person. People love to watch you lose online. They think that they can say, you know, worse things to you because you're a heel. Um, and I get that. I understand that. You bring it upon yourself because you say worse things than other competitors do to, to competitors. So it puts you in the line of fire. But it doesn't mean that it doesn't hurt, you know. <laughs> <laughs> now, you mentioned being on the desk. Is that a, a possibility? <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, I think I think it is. I mean, it's it's not really something Chris and I have talked extensively about at all. It's just something that I think, you know, I, I I'm an esports commentator for for a game that I love, and I, I love the Schmodown, and uh, I can hold my own at the desk. So I don't think I'll be like as as funny as Ellis or anything like that, but I think I could be analytical to the game and you know not say answers. <laughs> We've actually had. I mean, Billy Belfer has a good point here. We saw your ability to break down the game during the Inky and the Brain match. It was great color commentary, even if you were actually in the match at the time. <laughs> oh, man, that was also one of my favorite moments. Because I everyone knows that's that's a conversation that a lot of people have to have at that moment. But if you just if you just say it out loud, if your opponent says it out loud while you're going through it, you just want to murder them. So I know <laughs> Rachel's talking about those small daggers. And that's just, right. I just there hope we don't lose you. We don't lose you as a competitor. I want to see you keep competing, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know the the manager the manager shakeup is going to be really interesting. It really is, and uh, I, I really enjoy competing with McQueenie. And um, you know, I'm excited for 
for our run, you know, to to start in the team tournament. I'm excited for the first match to air. And, you know, that's uh that's about all I have to say about that. You know, I I, I love competing in the showdown. It's something that is you as you try to make more and more time for for things in life, <clears throat> you know, it it's it's definitely something I try to make time for. So hopefully it's something I'll continue to have time for. You know, that's that's one of the reasons I haven't been able to do the singles tournament uh, two years in a row is because yeah. I just haven't had time. Well, you brought up the nuke. So that yeah. that's a question I wanted to throw out there. I think a lot of people like to hear about competitors and their projections. Now, I know you have your loyalties, your faction, obviously, you know, you're, you're the family and that's what it is. But if you could not be with RMB, or you could not be with any of your current faction mates. What's man? Who's a manager that you would want to work with, and who else out in the league would you possibly want to work with? Okay, so <clears throat> excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, who are all the other managers? <laughs> I think nine have been revealed, and I think there's still one more to come out. So, so all yeah. of the all of the regular managers that are managers now. So there's four, right? Uh huh. And so. then Winston. Emma Fife is now back. Uh, Koi Jandrew. And that's all that I can think of right now. Roxy, Dagnino, Ken and Grace, hmm. Kaiser. I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, <clears throat> I, I would go with Gucci. That, that's why I've always wanted to be managed by Gucci. I think hmm. it would be so, I think the scenes together when we're working together would be so fun. And uh, I just love the guy. I love his energy. I love what he brings to the game. So, that's definitely the manager. As for a teammate, you know what? There, there's so many competitors that are so damn good now. It, it, it's like, well, who who wouldn't I be a teammate with at this point? You know, um, if you talk because of character, that's that's another thing. But I don't need character. You know, I, I don't I don't care if they have character or not. That's that's not a part of being one of my teammates. I they can be a silent killer. I don't I don't mind. You know, I, I can carry my own on the mic. And if a, if the manager wants to carry or do their thing on the mic, then they can do that. I, I don't care about that either. Um, so some of my favorites that I would like to team up with, I mean, I would I would love to be with Queenie. Yeah, obviously, if I can't be with him, then I would go with with Irwin. I'm a huge, huge fan of Irwin. I've always been a fan of Irwin. Uh, I think we would balance ourselves out pretty well. I think that myself and Andreco actually balance ourselves out pretty well because I sit next to him during matches a lot and <laughs> the random stuff that he doesn't know. And there's, there's very little that that guy does not know. It is absolutely mind boggling. Um, <clears throat> especially under not being under the lights. It's, it's, it's crazy because you can tell sitting next to people during matches a lot that the lights get to everybody because, a lot of those top tier competitors are just perfect rounds just all the time, all the time. It's, it's, you know, and <clears throat> when you see them score like six points in a round, you know, that's, that's something like the lights because it, it's very rare that that, that that happens. So someone like Andreco, I would love, I, uh, I think, I, I think Clark Wolf and I would balance out pretty well. Um, but I know she's retired. I would love to be with Rachel, but I know she's retired. Um, I, I I have like this weird old man syndrome in the league. I don't I don't really want to be with any anyone new. Uh, 
I, I like, don't get me wrong, I like a lot of the competitors, but I want seasoned people, seasoned vets only. And I would never play with anyone on the horseman, except for if Team Action was ever to reform. That's the only way I would ever play with someone from Team Action. Well, there is the greatest horseman of all time in Brandon Hanna as well. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> that is very true. And I, uh, I salute him for his service. Janine, oh yeah, Janine, I would I would love to be on a team with Janine. I, I do wonder if... You've got the same strengths, I think. I, yeah, I was going to say, I do wonder if we would balance each other out too, like it, uh, too much of an even level. Um, and we would need to, we would need to be, or I guess we wouldn't balance each other out, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, I, I love Janine. Janine's one of my, I think the Time Machine is one of my favorite teams ever. That is like, that is such a badass, badass team. That yeah. is crazy. And I think the two of them really, really know a lot of very different things. It's going to be dangerous, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. Snyder would be a good fit because you're both heels. Yeah, Snyder. Just wonder if Snyder and I would just get annoyed with each other. <laughs> <laughs> He's fighting for that mic, I think. Yeah, right. No, <laughs> I, I think that I think Jeff and I would be really good. That guy knows a lot, man. It is crazy. It it really is. Um, I do think I would be good with someone like John or someone like Dan, but I, I just don't, I don't think it should ever happen i don't think it ever works in the storyline and, and i don't think it would really the, the only way it would need to happen is if, if something like corruption but the anarchy thing happened and we got paired up like that but otherwise no but god rachel and i we were so close we we're so I, close yeah we were uh, lucky enough to have rachel cushing on the show a few weeks ago and we got to talk about you and her being a potential team and i still believe that andrew guy and rachel cushing is the greatest team that never was <sighs> I know it really would have been, it would have been, I just, I just, I would die to see how she would react to everything that I would say throughout a match. That's it. Because I used to love the way that Riley uh, would react to Ben when he first was his teammate. He'd be like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for him. And, and like, I think Rachel would genuinely as a human being be like, Oh my God, oh, let's not do that. Uh, and then, of course, she's the goat. Like I, I, I think Rachel might be the, the greatest pound for pound player that's ever played the game. I believe like, it beyond yeah. beyond yeah. anyone else. It, just because yeah, of what yeah. she's done in IG and you know teams and, and I, I the, she never won a singles belt, but that I don't I don't feel like she, that matters. I think anyone that knows and played at the time was like, well, she. I feel like she just could have. I feel like she just could have at any time, you know. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, that's the one. That's the one that got away. <laughs> someday, maybe she'll make a comeback someday. But uh, yeah, who knows? Who knows? But it's funny thing about about uh, we were talking about Merle. Ladies' night on Kaldashian there. Their <laughs> night got to re got to react to the famous, most famous, probably the best match in the history of this showdown, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Guy versus Merle, and That's I had a big cool. question about that because my favorite, my, some of my favorite moments in that is watching Christian's face. Throughout the whole match, as it gets further and further, he starts getting more and more like uncomfortable. I have to ask. Oh my goodness. When he came backstage after the after the match was recorded, what was the first thing he said to you? That's what I wanted to know. Oh god, I wish I could remember what he said. He was I think he said I I think he said crazy motherfucker you did it i'm pretty sure that's what he said <laughs> that's 
Why are you so <laughs> damn quiet? <laughs> oh, that's my favorite. You to my balls. He could not believe it. And then he said, you ruined my storyline. That's, that's all he said. He's like, you ruined my whole storyline. You, you ruined my whole, my whole event. So I think I think the plan was to have Dan and Sam play each other uh, at a yeah. live event, and uh, and then after that it just didn't work out because it was like you can't come off a loss and headline a live event. You know, it just doesn't it just doesn't work in the storyline. Yeah. Um, I think that was what was going to happen. Maybe I'm maybe I'm crazy, but I'm I'm pretty sure. And so, yeah, Christian was. I don't think he'd even written another storyline. <laughs> No, I think I remember hearing that. something. So that was before. the rule, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can so, clearly see it in his face at the end of the match that he just had no idea what was gonna go from there. No one did. It was it was literally silent in that room. No one could believe what was happening. And Definitely. probably the same thing with Riley, right? Yeah, I think I think people really couldn't believe it was happening again. I mean, and that wasn't a really strong match on either of our parts, but it still was was one of those things where people just couldn't believe they were just like just, what the hell like what is it how what, how is this gonna what why like why is this happening <laughs> him really of everyone and uh man that was a, it was a sweet little run <laughs> my, sweet my, my, one of my favorite things is you said you texted ben right after those victories it's like, <laughs> yeah. like tk o'reilly or something or was it he just lost it he just couldn't believe he couldn't believe it. He he actually couldn't believe the Riley thing had happened. The Merle one, he he had like this weird he still couldn't believe that I beat Merle and still to this day he sometimes he'll tell me he's like, I still just can't believe you beat him. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know. That's true. And, I have uh, to say that. It was the reason Christian needs to have story of options now. <laughs> he actually has said that Christian has come out and said that 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 was the first time he said, All right, I need two storylines now each time, no matter what. I mean, if you talk about someone having their day, that was someone having their day. Everything lined up. The questions lined up. The the, the character, the way that it affected Dan, just the, the, like the instinct that I had to say the things that I did and do the things that I did. You know, like they, they kind of cut out the feet up on the table, but you can still see him in his frame at one point. You can see my feet in, on, on the table, but... <laughs> You know, in round three, I just, I just pour it on. I mean, round two also with the steals, like it's, it's, I, I think if you want to see some of the greatest, I think if you want to see the great, like talk about great heel work, I think if you just watch that match from beginning, <clears throat> excuse me, from beginning to end, then you're like, okay, that's, that's what it can be like to be a heel because I don't think I, I'm very insulting to, to, to Dan other, maybe in the promo, maybe just in the pregame and the postgame. Maybe or maybe in the well, you jumped on the table and gave the birds. Well, that's to everyone. That was to everyone. That was to the world because no one believed that I could beat him. No one. Literally, only. I'm telling you, only Jessica. I think she was the only one that randomly was like that had kind of faith in me that day. But everyone else, I walked out to, and they would, they would like laugh in my face, like actually laugh in my face. They'd be like, no. <laughs> And, and and you you knew you knew Dan's five pointer. You went child forty four. Yeah, yeah, no, I knew it. I you, knew it you just said it. Just like holy yeah. shit, it's, it's not a fluke. You actually knew his questions that he didn't know. The whole, the whole day. Around. It was yeah, yeah, child forty four, which is so funny because I've never even seen it. It's just yeah, it's, same it's here. Cause I, it's because I know that I haven't seen it because I'm that mm. big of a fan of Hardy that I hear Tom Hardy movie and you know, he starts describing the plot and I'm like, I haven't seen this. 
like, well, if I haven't seen it, it's like, oh, oh, it's, and then I heard something, I think they might say something about kids, I don't know if they say something about kids or not, maybe it's just the Russian agent, but yeah, I don't know, I just knew it was Child 44, and uh, God, that felt so good to know his answer also, <laughs> that whole thing, man. And then in the Riley thing, I recorded a video of him losing uh, in in like first person, like with my cam. Like, That's uh, right. With the face cam. I don't know what happened to that video, but uh, I might still have that one actually. That was also a good one. That was a good moment. <laughs> I can't. Is it in the Dan match that I say the thing about having a phone out, and then I say I'm going to lose anyways? So why does it matter? <laughs> is it that match, or did they cut that out? There's there, there's a, there's a match out there where I say that. That that, that cracked me up. Anyway. <laughs> Excellent. So, so anyway, for, go, ahead. So go ahead, Paul. All right. The question I was going to ask it's um, now we asked this of Ben, so I'm going to get your perspective. Action Industries. Mm -hmm. We, of course, know all about Action Industries. I don't know if everybody else knows all about Action Industries. How did, I mean, you guys, you worked with Ben or Action Movie Anatomy for a long time, uh, 200 plus episodes, and then you discovered that you wanted to build the brand out. What was the thought process behind that and where do you see it going? You know, that's a, <clears throat> that's a good question. Um, Thanks. <laughs> so action industries is, is it's one of those moments where you hear people say it all the time in movies and it's like, you know, I want to be the one that's writing the checks, not cashing them, you know, and that's not really the idea that we had, but to put it in the most like simple terms, that was the idea that we had. Um, you want to own the content that you create and you want to be able to continue to create content for the audience that you want to create content for on your own time or, or, or you're getting enough out of it monetarily that you can just make this your full-time job. So you can bring better content to, to the people that are supporting you and bring better content to people that don't know who you are. So, as much as we love working for the companies that we've worked for for years and all the carpets we've been on and, and all the opportunities we've had on shows, it was like, all right, well, what next? And that's one of the things that I think really is why our, our friendship works so well is we're always challenging each other for the next thing. It's, it's like, okay, well, if this feels like we've peaked out, which is kind of what it felt like we'd done on, on AMA in, in so many ways, it, it didn't feel like we could do much more with the show in the amount of time that we had. You know, you're only allotted one hour once a week for the show. We couldn't do the show more often. We couldn't really make the show longer. And even if we did, that didn't really feel like the place to do it. You know, that didn't feel like the place to, to add more content. And it wasn't just to make this already long movie discussion show longer and less digestible. It was to bring more digestible content. Um, <clears throat> so we just decided to, to try it out and, we figured we'd just start with the things that we knew, you know, YouTube, social media, um, things like that, and and just start creating content. And the Patreon has been kind of the biggest thing, you know, because Team Action was also how Action Industries became. I mean, that's kind of what the evolution was. It was like AMA to Team Action, and Team Action kind of evolved into Action Industries because also we haven't done everything that we can do in the Schmodown. Obviously we can still win belts, but if you talk about like, all right, I need to have a better heel moment. Like, no, I don't, I don't need to have a better heel moment. I can keep having great heel moments, but if I'm, I'm not trying to become a better heel than I was before, 
I'm trying to, well, that sounds bad, but that's not exactly what I'm trying to say. But I just feel like the ceiling hasn't been met and there's always more you can do, but the opportunities are also fewer and far between. You only have so many matches in a season. And let's say you, let's say you lose in the first round of the tournament, there goes your whole rest of the year and you don't get to continue to work on this thing or continue to build this character. So it was like, well, if AMA's here and Schmodown's here or here, like a little, you know, obviously Schmodown's a way bigger audience and, and something that's brought so much to us. It's like, all right, well, how can we, again, how can we continue to create content on our own time or for our own audience or for the people that want to see more out of us? And Action Industries is is where that, you know, that came from. And, and where we want to take it is we don't want it to be like, collider and we don't want it to be like popcorn talk but what we do want is we want to have our shows on there and we also want to promote content that we think is adjacent to our brand that our fans would enjoy and, and we also want to give opportunities to new content creators out there and people that want to build their brand and, and build their name out there and and get experience and you know, learn, learn what it's like to at least try to get your foot in the door in this business. Cause I can't tell you how, how to succeed completely. You know, I feel like I'm doing okay, but at least I can tell you how to start, you know? And, and, and like, I think that if action industries can be a place where people that are getting started or people that are already, cause there's a lot of people out there that create really great content that are getting paid almost nothing for it and they're still looking for a way to for, to get seen right and what if we find something like that or they find us and it's like well hell yeah this should be on action industries why wouldn't it be this is you know one of the best death scene discussion shows i've ever heard of in my life like that's perfect for action if you want it and then we build we build we build we build we build and that's that's kind of what we want to do and we we're not sure exactly where we want to go but i feel like with the way that this first almost year has gone or uh i guess it's been no it's been over paul how long has it been it's been like a year and a half now yeah right and we yeah. started in january is like getting it fully going but yeah uh, so it's like whatever. it's almost it's almost been a full year then yeah right yeah yeah and and the way that the, the first year has gone and i think about what we were doing a year ago it feels it, it feels crazy and you guys know you guys all know firsthand uh, you know i mean obviously Paul and Jarvie, you know, much more intimately, but Danny, you've been right there. You're, you know, you've been watching us for, for a long, long time and seeing what we've been doing. And, and we think about, wow, holy shit. If that's what we did in one year and, and we're still kind of figuring out what we want to do, you know, and, and, and then obviously the more focus that Ben and I get, the more focus we can make this brand. And then if that's what we did in the first year, then I'm really excited to see what we just continue to do because it, it feels like, we were worried that momentum might be slowing with the team that we have, because this is the other thing is uh, I should spend the whole like rest of this hour just talking about the team, because that's the only reason it works. And, and I hate to, it's, we don't ever use the term work for us. It's always work with us because it, they truly are working and learning with us in the sense of we're learning a lot of the time. <laughs> we're, we're learning stuff from people all the time. We're always asking the team like, Oh, okay. So how do we do this? Or even just like, what's the password again? Like how the hell do we even tie our shoes without this team? And, um, you know, we just did our, like 
our, our check-in, like our six-month check-in. And it was just the coolest thing to hear that everyone on board with, with AI was just was just ready and excited for the next thing. And I think that that's, uh, that's, that's super promising, you know, because I don't know. I don't know if, if, if we weren't doing a good job, if, if that many people would still be that excited after that long. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, well, I think that you're doing a great job. And I know that one other person in my life thinks that you're doing a wonderful job. I, uh, While I still have you in this section of it, I would get in a lot of trouble if I didn't get to ask you a question that my mom wanted to ask. Please, so, yes. Sure. <laughs> so my mom is wondering about your acting career. She wants to know yeah. where she can see more of your stuff and when we can see more of your stuff. You know, that is a, that is a very good question. Um, <laughs> it's It's really kind of crazy so i have a handful of projects that i've never seen and i don't know where the footage is i don't know i don't know how to get it i don't, bloody I don't eyes. know where it is out there yeah well bloody eyes is not finished yet that's the one so bloody eyes is a movie that i starred in two years ago now uh and they're still finishing as of late uh i just recently heard sound production they're they're finally finishing the end of the sound editing and i understand because the director had a baby right after we wrapped shooting. So the first year he basically didn't finish the film, you know, and that's what happens. And, and I grew up around a lot of kids and I understand that if you are a person that's producing and, and directing a film, because he's, he's a pretty well-known director from Brazil. He's like an award-winning director from Brazil and he's an incredible guy. Uh, he's, he's one of my favorite people I've ever worked with. Um, and yeah, so he kind of fell off for a whole year. So that is supposed to be out relatively soon. And I feel like I've been saying that forever, but that's what I hear. Uh, as for other stuff, it's like I'm always doing commercial work and I've got a short film that's coming out soon. It's it's uh, it's kind of like an action thriller, more like a, a, a drama thriller um, about a group of people that kind of go down to Tijuana and things go awry. Um, so that's actually finishing editing right now as well. It's crazy. The last year, though, has been so much esports. It's been mm -hmm. so dedicated to esports that I actually haven't had a time or had the time to even audition a lot of the year. Like I was on. No, um, uh, we talk about being booked out for for in, in booking terms with your agency, and I think I was booked out for six months out of the year. And obviously your agency isn't happy to hear that, that you're just not available for six months out of the year, because if you're not making money for them, then they're not making money off of you, obviously. Uh, but luckily at the beginning of the year, I booked a couple commercials with them, which was nice. I always like to feel not, not nice in the sense of like, okay, good. They got paid, but I really love my agency and I love working with them. They're really great people. And, and I like to feel like I'm doing well for them and um, they don't represent me as a host. So they don't get any of that, you know, all that esports money. So that's another thing is like, they're not getting paid while I'm just not available. Um, but yeah, I'd say I, I'm back to auditioning again, which is really nice. You know, I've been since CRL wrapped, I've already gone on a handful of auditions. So that's, uh, that's where I am with it. Yay. That's awesome. So you, we've talked about hosting. We've talked about acting, we've talked mm -hmm. about esports stuff. I just got a hypothetical question for you. If you weren't working in the entertainment industry at all, what do you think you would be doing or what would you like to do? Honestly, I would probably own a restaurant. I really oh, think nice. I would. Nice. Yeah, like Rocky. I, 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly like Rocky. Uh, just because it's so funny because my cousin's name is Rocky and he owns a restaurant. Yeah. And when you said that, I was like, how do you know? Sure, he knows and well. I was like, okay, all right, right. The other Rocky, the one, the Rocky that everyone knows. <laughs> right, 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 right. Um, yeah, I, uh, I've worked in food service for a really long time. And um, if we go back to talking about work, working for someone or working for yourself, I would, I would really enjoy running the front of house of a restaurant with a very, very like talented and, uh, and badass chef to run the back I, of the house, you know, run I, the kitchen. I think working in the hospitality industry, it gives you a pretty strong base as to what to do for it. It gives you a lot of humility and like it just makes you know how to deal with the worst kind of situations, but also the best. I just, yeah. So yeah. now that you say you could start your own restaurant, it makes perfect sense because I worked in that area as well. I think Danny, you worked in that area as well. Mm-hmm. Not sure about you, Paul, but yeah. yeah. What, what would the restaurant be called? Oh God. Now that I don't know because I don't know what kind of food I would want to do. Honestly, knowing me, I would, um, man, I don't know. I don't even know what type of food I'd want to do. I, I, I would probably either take something over, like in the sense of like, uh, in the business mindset more so. Cause I do love, but I, I love, I love, uh, I love food. I love eating good food, but I don't really have an obsession with a certain type of cuisine. So if I were to take over a restaurant that was doing okay, I feel like I could kick that up or make it do better, improve it. <laughs> Drew's Drew's. Drew's. No, I know that's, what you should do. Protein pancakes. Protein pancakes. I do love making protein pancakes. I, I really love to cook. I actually really love to cook, but I would not want anything to do with the kitchen. And the kitchen life in restaurants is, I'm not, I'm not man enough for that. I'm really not. No. Guys gumbo. <laughs> Guys gumbo. Guy tie. Guy tie. Guy tie. Guy tie. <laughs> I do. Guys pie. <laughs> yeah, everybody's coming in and those things. These are great. These are, so you guys are all. You guys could all be my marketing team. Yeah. <laughs> Advertise with mukbang, right? Yes. This oh presents a new restaurant. That is genius, Paul. This is how I can get my mukbang career started. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I want it. I want it so bad. I want a mukbang career. I specifically will not start one because I know like within two months, I'll just weigh like 300 pounds and you guys will be like, so how's uh, the, the, the mukbang thing going? You're still going to stick with it, huh? And I'll just be like, uh-huh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I'll just be eating like while every, every show all the time. Cause I love the idea of what they do. They're like, let me just get the most decadent thing that I can think of and eat that on camera and then make a bunch of money off of it i'm like oh my god i can just eat the most amazing things that i want and get paid for it that's it like that's that's the dream that's i mean that's I'm the dream eating, you know anyway so that's my obsession with my thing well we've come to the point where we are now going to play our little game little game we call this or that okay um, i love this the part chat knows this um, I basically the rules is I just give Drew two choices. He will answer. He'll choose one of them. It's really the context are mostly be up to him unless I specify. Um, and you can expand if you want, or you can just leave it as it is. Okay. Now, the first question we always ask is kind of a weird one for you. Yeah. Um, we did ask this of Ben last week as well. Um, it is. Yes. <laughs> Some people know it because Adam. Dad knows it. Are you team guy or team creator? 
I mean, I'm pretty sure we know the answer to that. I hope that he dies in the schmodown. In the schmodown. <laughs> I want to ruin him. I want to ruin him and everything that he stands for so much so that everyone forgets who he even was. People will be like, remember that, remember that guy that... Like, who's that? Who's that guy? That guy used to team up with McQueenie. Be like, no, 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 the one before that. Be like, no, there never was anyone before that. It was just McQueenie. They're like, no, the one before that. Like, no, no, he wasn't in anarchy. And then they'll be like, I don't know. And then that'll be it. That's exactly what people remember about him. That's what I want to do. I will expand that Ben last week answered that there is no team trader. So logically speaking, if there is no team sounds like something trader, a trader would say. If there is no team trader, that must mean that he is team guy, right? I mean, if he didn't pick one answer and there's only two, then he picked logically another answer. So, I mean, logically. So, probably the smartest thing that dumbass traders ever said. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Okay. Oh, Y'all go watch friend. this episode after this. Yeah, yes, go check it out. Here we go. Yeah, he's had a great time. This has been a great time. So. <laughs> Jerry B or Nick Cage? Oh no. <laughs> uh, so are you give me a little more context here. Are we talking like Thanos Snap, like one of them never existed? Or one of them dies like uh, Go with your instincts. Because here's the thing: it's like if we're talking about what someone's gonna do with the rest of their career, I'm probably going Jerry B, even though I still think. I think I still have to go Nick Cage. I have to go Nick Cage all the way across the board yeah. because here's the thing: what Nick Cage did before is something that you can't get rid of, and it's and it's always been better than what Jerry B's done. Like I, I love Jerry B. As of right now, I enjoy Jerry B much more than Nick Cage, but Cage still has that chance to do that one role, that one amazing role where he comes back and like wins an Oscar. I, I know yeah. he can do it. I got faith in you, Nick. Or maybe True Detective. I could see him doing an awesome true detective. Oh, yeah. I would be into that. I'd be super into that. Didn't yeah. he have like a detective movie like New Orleans or something? Protocol or something? Yeah. Uh, that uh, was actually, I think, one of his last good roles. Bad Lieutenant. Bad Lieutenant. Port that's one. There you go. Yeah, that's the one. I'll throw it out there. Drew, uh, I'll throw out there. Nick Cage and Ed Harris, True Detective Season 4. <laughs> That's is that a real thing? thing? Is that a real thing? No, I wish it was. Oh, I wish that, that's my that's my deep passion right there. Come on, come on, man. <laughs> Perfect, right? I wish ice cream made me lose weight, also. But come on, <laughs> Jesus! I, I, I was I, so excited. I, especially because I just I just finished watching uh, season one again, like uh, like two weeks ago. So I rewatched it. My girlfriend had never seen it, so I uh, she we we watched. Uh, Chernobyl after we watched When They mm. See Us and then we just That's had to watch we... Chopped for a month and then and then we watched True Detective because after those first two shows they just we were just ruined for a while. Mm -hmm. like, we need a break. Yeah. And I was like, okay, now let's watch True Detective. So. How, did, how did you like True Detective season one? She liked it. She liked it a lot. Okay. She really did. She thought it was uh, I, I don't know if she like loved it but I know she really liked it. She thought it was really good yeah. and I think that uh, that's fine with me. Even though it's amazing, it is. <laughs> I don't know if she has a lot to compare it to. Like, I don't think she, I don't know if she's she's really watched like a lot of that type of television. You know. Fair enough. 
Um, okay, got a movie, two, uh, two movies, and this one is the Thanos snap. This, this movie never existed. You have to pick one. Gladiator. Okay, this is bad. I know what's coming. I know what's coming. Yep. Or Warrior. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the worst question I think I've ever been asked in my life. Honestly, I wouldn't know how to answer it either because they're both oh my top my... five movies. I know. I don't. I don't. Oh no. Um. Drew, if you don't answer this question, you're gonna lose your home. <laughs> I, know. I, know. I know. I know. I can hear the person outside the door still. Uh, I think. I think. Okay. Here, here's what I'll say. I think you cut Warrior and you live with Gladiator. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay. Okay. And and here's the reason why, I think the impact that Gladiator had uh-huh. as a movie for what it did for everyone in their careers is much more impactful for than what Warrior did. Although Warrior did bring Nulty back like single handedly, it brought him back in the sense of like, yeah, he if he was already on the map, getting an Oscar nomination for a movie that people had no faith in and didn't want him in, um, you know that's huge, uh, but. I mean, Gladiator's my baby. That's my that's my the Caesar time, cut. You know? It brought us the Caesar it cut. Brought us the Caesar cut. That chubby little Asian <laughs> boy walking around with his Caesar cut, looking like a jackass. <laughs> oh, sweet, sweet! How sweet it was to be twelve years old. <laughs> we need we need pictures of that. There there are none because I've burned them. I've burned them all. <laughs> it's like it's like Ben's count to ten video. We will never see it. You will never see. You will never I'm see. I already showed you guys my fat pictures. One day I will get that. I will You'll get that someday. See, I, you guys should be able to see it in person. That's the thing that can happen. You can watch it in person. There we go, LA. We're going we're to book it. But you okay, cannot chicken. record it in any sense or he will kill you. <laughs> <laughs> or we just get him drunk enough and he won't even know. That can happen <laughs> we'll, we'll get him to do a new one. Act it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Daniel. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> okay, this is one that uh, we actually asked uh, ben, a similar question. That, uh, this is one from Jarvie, actually. Taking out on a dinner date somewhere. I mean, I know you have a girlfriend, but Alicia Vikander. Oh. Or a platonic dinner date with TC Legend. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> That's a good one, Jarvie. Uh if I were single, I would answer this question much differently. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I would asked, definitely. Sorry. No, no. Go ahead, Jerry. No, it was we, we asked Ben about Diane Lane or Tom Cruise. That's what we did. So yours was Vikander or Tom. He Cruise. still he still picked Diane Lane. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you what he picked after you answer. I feel like he picked TC. I I have to go TC. I really he did the I same would. thing. He did yeah. the same thing. He's, yeah. As much as I love Alicia, she is a stunning, <laughs> stunning actress. Very talented young woman. Alex, um, you're not wrong. <laughs> TC is basically he's as we always he's say he's, he's transcended. He's transcended yeah. sexuality. He really, really has that guy. I have. I, when is the last time that you guys have seen him kiss someone convincingly? <laughs> when? Tell me. I want to see. Top it. Gun. Top Gun. Top maybe gun. the original <laughs> Top Gun. Maybe. Days of Thunder. I don't know. I always say far and away is a joke, but I don't even I don't think that's true. 
Okay, here's a good one. This is our one of our most classic ones we do on all of our shows. Um, you probably wouldn't understand at first, but it's okay. Answer it either way. Okay, all right. Call to action host James Spence or a gaping chest wound. <laughs> that reaction alone is worth it. Oh, man, this is a tough pick. (laughs) (laughs) Who has the gaping chest wound? You you have the context, you can say. You can choose either way. Well, I don't need to get political, but uh, I'll pick James Spence. I like James Spence. I like James Spence. (laughs) He's all right. He's all right. I'll take him over that, I guess. James got to oh. win. James, I love you. I love you. Fourth Action Industries got, uh, gave uh, James the win. His first two wins of the year, I think. I think our favorite answer was was uh, Bibiani, who yeah. said James Spence with a gaping chest wound. Wow. That is a, that's a twofer, as we call it in the business. <laughs> oh, good night, Rachel. James. Just going to say good night. Bye, Rachel. Bye, Rachel. Um, Okay, I, here's actually one serious one I do have. It's a big one I want to know. The Houston live event, and I'm talking the whole weekend, not just necessarily the Schmodown thing, but the whole weekend. Yeah. Or the New York live event. Because you were, I know you weren't playing in the Schmodown, but you'd have the whole action live. Yeah, the action thing. Um, I probably still have to go Houston. It was just such a crazy experience of having the ring, you know, playing in the ring with Booker, doing the stunt, getting my lips split open before the match, getting my ass kicked in the match, getting my ass kicked literally after the match. Uh, It was just a very unique experience to say the (laughs) least. And it was, it was, you know, that's like a once in a lifetime thing. Like you talk about that and it's like, I love New York. I had a really great time in New York. I I love the the army. The army is is truly become family. Like it really has. Like we travel. What well, I look forward to seeing the army more than I look forward to seeing the Schmodown events. I really do. I, that's just that's just how it works. Like if I'm competing, I always feel nervous and, and like kind of anxious about competing. I don't. I, don't, I, I kind of like to get competing over with. As weird as that is. So like even if I was competing in an event, I would still be more excited about going to see the army. Um, but Houston, the army was there and we were in a ring with Booker T. It was, it was nuts. The digital wheel was just bullshit. That's all. <laughs> That's all. Enough, I think they enough. upgraded now though. They have, they have like a mini wheel now. I hope so. Gosh, please, <laughs> please. They should start using one of those like finger trap things. Instead. I, would, I would pick that over that wheel a hundred percent of the time. <laughs> Okay, one more of this or that question, and I will okay. say the chat should start ans- asking questions now. We'll start getting to the chat questions ask, soon, ask so them. ask away. The one uh, last to this or that, and I'll tell you the answer that Ben gave after as well, same thing. Okay. Ben Bateman or Drew McQueenie as a tag team partner? Hmm. You're trying to figure out what he said, right? <laughs> he totally yeah, did. I know. I know you are. I don't know. No, actually, say. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind. Um, it, it's. I would go. I would go with Ben. I really would. I uh, yes, yes. 
would. I love McQueenie. He's so he's so goddamn good. He's better than both of us, but I would still go with Ben. Yes. I will say that Ben picked you without even hesitating. Went, this is a fist pump moment. <laughs> you just hope that for the reuniting of team action. Oh, man. That's, that, that's what we're all hoping for when the nuke comes mm-hmm. around. Like when that whole draft process happens, we're all just silently praying for a team action reunion somehow. I just want to hear the still Dre bump one day at like a live event after like something happens. That's what I want. I want like, like if there was ever, because you, did you in the Royal Rumble, you never knew what order people came out in, right? Correct. Yeah. Right. If it right. was like something like that and then team action came out, like, God, that would be so dope. You just heard still Dre play. And it was like, Oh my God. Oh. Come out with the flashing sunglasses and the top hats. <laughs> that was my favorite one. I don't know which entrance would be more epic. You coming in to Dan Merle's music or all of a sudden everyone hearing Still Dre. Man, it's so I think it's to gotta think. be the latter. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I was just gonna say, I think it's it's crazy at this point that song carries that weight in the showdown now. I think that if anyone that watches the show, whether you loved us or you hated us, if you heard that, you would you would lose your mind. Yeah. Oh and Ben's return to heal as well. That's something. That's something we need. Can't wait for that. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you uh, the first question that we got off of a Facebook uh, Facebook question. So y'all, okay. uh, if y'all see our post on Facebook, ask your questions there as well. We'll make sure that we get them in here. So the first question is going to come from Joaquin. Love you, Joaquin. Uh, yeah. Ask him, Mr. Guy, how does it feel to be too scared to watch the movie Terrifier? Man, I saw you ask this stupid question earlier, and I have your address because you're a patron. So that's what I want to tell you. How you feel? How do you feel about being scared about that? No, I no, I don't know what happened to me. I I don't like watching scary movies by myself, and and then like when I'm hanging out with with Ben and he suggests to watch one because he's the only person that does it. My girlfriend doesn't like watching them. I'm always just like. Uh, nah, I'm not really in the mood <laughs> because there's something about watching him now that I feel it's just a lot of it's, it's stressful. My mind goes crazy. I don't know. <laughs> so, how does it feel? It feels fine because I'm scared of a scared to watch a lot of movies, even though I know I'm going to watch them. I know I'm going to watch them eventually. That's the other thing. That's it. that's why I'm just like, why don't I get them out of the way? And some of them I just do it. Like us, I just did it. I was like, fine, I'm just going to watch it. That wasn't that scary. They never are. <laughs> Except for Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah. I always the trailer for the 2013 one. That one scared me enough. That's it. That's all uh, I need to watch. That's all. I watch. I watched that movie because of you. I'm going to like a group of people here. We're all drunk. We're just. We need a horror movie. I'm like, no. I, I got. I got. I got one. That's what, how did, it, it how, what did they think? We were so disturbed. <laughs> we were so disturbed. I bet that party got real weird real quick. Yes. <laughs> Have y'all ever been to Evil Dead the Musical? No. There's, what? There's an Evil Dead the Musical production. The whole, like, kind of the, the selling point for it is they they do fake blood to the audience. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah, so you can go and look at my... Plugging my own Twitter, sorry. You can go and look at my Twitter. I went to Evil Dead the Musical on Halloween, and you can just see me my face all bloody with it. That's kind of the the point of Evil Dead the Musical. It's a lot of fun. Go and check it out if you ever get a chance. I would like to do this. I would have a good time at this. (laughs) I should have put my Twitter in my name. That's honestly what what I should have done. (laughs) Plugging your Twitter. Plug away, you know? 
there's there's this little one thing that me and Paul have noticed. You keep doing on the action guys and on AMA, and it's I'm just I'm just gonna call you out on this. So at first it was like, okay, is it is it maybe a bit disrespectful towards Ben? But the way you do it, okay, I'm just gonna say what it is. So during the show, you usually you usually follow the chat and you interact with people, uh -huh. but oftentimes when Ben's talking or making his point or doing his thesis. You take your phone out and you're just you're just typing. You're typing, yeah. you're typing. And Ben looks at you, he's talking, you're just typing. Yeah. And the first few times it happens, me and Paul are like, yeah, but like Drew is totally zoned out. He's no, like, but that's the but thing this is, is I listen. No, no, no let, let me finish. Yeah. And you're like, you're you're doing it. And not not only are you listening, you actually you counter his point and you even keep the discussion going while doing this. So it's like I can't be mad at this. This is impressive. Like, what? Where does this come from? How are you able to do it? Like, clear this up for us. So, <laughs> no, man. I I'm a I'm a good multitasker, and <laughs> what I'm doing on my phone. I used to be responding to chat more, but now Ryan does such a good with, good job with keeping up with the chat as a producer that I usually just look up um, things that we're talking about, looking up dates or looking up movies, making sure we're getting characters' mm. names right. Um, so, you know, a lot of times I'll be holding my phone and I'll type a few letters and I'll be listening to what Ben's saying. I'll type a few more letters and then I'll go to or I'll get to my get to where I'm trying to be really quick and then I'll listen to what he's saying and then I'll look up what I actually needed to see. But yeah, I'm, I my whole life, my mom used to ask me how I do this, but I was obsessed with playing computer games and I had this setup where I would have my computer here, my computer screen here and the TV would be here. And World of Warcraft. Yeah, World of Warcraft and Counter-Strike, baby. You know it. Yeah. And for years and years and years, I remember my mom would always be like, how do you know, how are you listening to the movie uh -huh. and playing the game? And it's just a weird thing that I've, I've just always done. So I remember I used to feel guilty about what you're talking about. But then I remembered, I was like, well, as long as you interact with what he's saying, like legit, exactly. they're just being like, mm -hmm, yeah, yeah then people will know that you're actually listening. And I think that's what's actually important. And if I'm still interacting with the chat or helping the show be more correct with the fact or something, then I think I think it's worth it. But I, I don't like when I see like playback and it's just like the top of my head. I'm like, all right, well, come on. You know. No, but that's what's, so, that's what's so impressive about it. You actually, <laughs> like, you can talk, you can listen, you can counter his points while you do it. So it's just something I wanted to clear the air with <laughs> I, I knew people would notice i knew there's no way you can't <laughs> who else is not me and Paul. she's not listening yeah right <laughs> boys always keeping us in line we have to somebody's got to all right we have some things in the chat so uh the all first right, one is any cost actually just wants me to have you watch our famous <laughs> mike kalinowski gif that Billy Dolphin created. It's kind of a contractually oh. obligated one we have to put on every show. Oh, this is my favorite. I'm totally going to start crying laughing again. Here we go. Here we go. Flesh! Ah, Mr. Sam Jones! And like that, he's gone. I love how he's... <laughs> I love how he's like... Yeah... <laughs> They're like, no, 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 no. Uh, I love it. Favorite moment of all time. It's, it's unfortunately the best. It really is so good. It's so good. <laughs> Billy Belford, I gotta say. It's, it's one of those moments that, uh, it's one of those moments that make you really love the show. <laughs> <laughs> 
Agreed, agreed. Uh, yeah. We got James Spence asking, if you could act along with anyone or with any director, who would it be? Well, that's, a, that's a really great question. Um, I can tell you, you, you probably want to work with Nolan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, that would be so <laughs> sick. I mean, that, that would be amazing. I mean, he would be, he would definitely be one of them. Um, I think, uh, I think Denis Villanueva or Villanueva. Well, why can't I talk? Villeneuve. 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 It's actually Villeneuve. Villeneuve. It's, it's French. <laughs> uh, I, I would love to work with him or like F Fincher would be sweet, but it sounds like it would be really tough, but I think it would be incredible. Uh, I think Fincher's an absolutely astounding director. So those would probably be my... If you had I, to pick one, though. If I had to pick just one, man. Probably, probably Fincher. I think it would actually go Fincher. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. Just saw one. Uh, we're gonna say actor. I think I'd probably just act with with Gosling because I'm in love with him. Ooh. I love that dude. I like that. I like that one. I like I, that. I think, I think you and Gyllenhaal would have like great like chemistry together. I don't know. Man, sort of. I, I don't know, know why this. It just feels right. I would, I've heard he's the nicest dude, honestly. I, I really have from everyone that's uh, that's that's worked with him and or met him. Uh, I and I think that what he's done with his career has been incredible. It's been astounding what he's done with his career. If he if he literally didn't never did like another movie after that like weird stint he had in the mid two thousands, I don't think anyone would have ever cared. And then he just now is literally one of the most prestigious actors uh -huh. working. Who would you rather watch a horror movie with, Josh McCuga <laughs> or with Ben? I feel like I'd rather watch it with Josh. I feel like I'd have to be the strong one. <laughs> it would put, put me in strong man mode. I'd be like, all right, I, I, I can do this. I can do this. I have to be strong for Josh. So that's I, that's who I would watch it with. <laughs> I think we should talk to Christian. I think that would be a good thing for the uh, SEN network, maybe. <laughs> that, would be a, that would be a good show. Like, oh, no, no, here Showing we Evil Dead to Josh. <laughs> Oh, he would freak. He would freak. <laughs> I have to. I have to ask. I have to tell him to shut up at some point because it'd be just screaming the whole time. <laughs> Speaking of that, actually, audible one second there. Uh, uh, do you have any interest in being on the SCN network? Uh, Christian's been talking about having shown on competitor two shows and. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's one of the things about AI. I mean, that was actually one of the things that we talked about when we formed AI was that with Action Industries we could we could do what we wanted. And I, you know, I, Wendy over at Collider was talking to me today about coming on Collider live and what I'm going to do that. And, you know, we've talked to Christian about going on his network and I know that there was a thing with people from Collider coming on popcorn or after buzz shows and contractually not being able to. And that's kind of, again, why we started our brand was so that we wouldn't be tied to anything other than our brand. So the things that we do, we always represent, action industries and we can work for anyone out there uh so i i think it's cool i think it'll be good you know i mean christian definitely knows what he's doing he's he's a smart guy and he's he's brought us some really great content before so clutter lab is successful i'm sure this will be as well and uh, jay Oliveira again ask if you ever thought about writing a book about action movies or movie related something to that effect. Uh, 
I'd never write a book, but what I would do is would write an action movie. And Ben and I have talked about like writing an action drama um, uh-huh. or an or an action comedy. And, and, and the would... time has always got to be like 1307 CIA <laughs> yeah. headquarters, like like Tony Scott style, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know. I we just need to find the time. It's always about finding the time, you know. So uh, I think I, I do think it'll happen. Go ahead. I was just saying I wanted to see, but it does happen. I want to see the perfect AMA movie with every AMA like cliche or like not cliche, right? but every iconic movie. I mean, like the hero qualifier, cast, the movie. Cast, the, cast the movie, cast the movie, and like pr- produce it right now. Do a writer, director, and the stars. Like I don't know, two to four maybe. If well, you can't come like, up with it just on I the go, like we would we would write it. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, sure, it. sure, sure. Um, Sorry, and then to direct it. Why not get your boy Nolan to direct it? He knows how to direct a good action sequence. I think he'd be good. But I actually, oh, I think I might also want someone more gritty, more raw uh-huh. and gritty. I really do. I think uh, maybe okay. So maybe this is where we use Denis. Okay, oh, so maybe he directs it. Yeah, and then <laughs> the stars. I, mean, I got. I got to be in it. You know, you 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 apparently got to be in it now, Jarvie, because you know you're big time, big time, big man. I was just an extra. So. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I haven't like I don't know. Obviously, I don't know enough about the movie, like what we would ever even write the movie about. But there's there's a lot of people that I I really love working right now. Honestly, there's there's it used to there used to be a time when I feel like if, if I was gonna make a movie, I'd be like, oh man, I want either these three or these three people working in it. But now there's so many talented diverse actors and actresses out there that god i, I don't even there's so many to select from i think i think it wouldn't even matter at this point that was kind of I, one of the things that i thought about the irishman i was like if this movie was not made with these people would anyone really care because I didn't, you've seen I didn't, it already yeah yeah i was just like i just didn't feel like the story for me was something so crazy or original or unique that that it wouldn't have mattered if it wasn't Joe Pesci, Al Pacino, and Robert De Niro in it, you know. Whereas, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Now I'm just rambling about the Irishman. <laughs> I'm gonna steamroll everyone and ask my own question really quickly. A Do question that I've been asking um, action movie anatomy for a very long time. When are you guys gonna cover Miss Congeniality, man? Hmm. <laughs> I know we we've, we've actually legitimately talked about covering it on the show numerous times. I don't know what... We have a whole list of movies to still cover on the show and we only pick like one of those movies every like three months because we we try to basically stay topical now. I mean, we've always tried to stay topical, but we really try to stay topical now and um, I can't remember exactly what our lineup is for the next couple weeks, but I do know we're covering Knives Out soon and I'm so excited to talk about Knives Out. Yes, yes. Your favorite movie of 2019, is that right? I really think so. I still think it it, it is. Just bring back the mini ones that y'all did on Patreon and I'll be fine. Yeah, the mini AMAs and just do that? All right. Yeah, okay. whenever we get our first general chat, just do it with me only and I'll be fine. No, I think we could do we could do a legitimate, we'll do a Miss Congeniality uh, mini AMA on a live stream. That's what we'll do, 100%. Because Ben and I like that movie. It's a great like movie. It. And it follows all of the action movie anatomy rules. Every I know. I know. I know. I've made this argument plenty of times. It's a very sound argument. It, <laughs> it is so sound that we have to cover it, whether we <laughs> like it or not. <laughs> Perfect. I got two questions left I'm going to go with, uh, and then we'll wrap it up. 
Okay. Ed Oscar wants to know, after watching Terminator Salvation trailer, are you going to try to watch it again? God, uh, first of all, I love that you watched that, Haskell. You're such a legend. And uh, second of all, I love that you reminded me about that because I'd forgotten, that. <laughs> excuse me, that I was wanting to watch that. So yes, 100%. I have 100% going to turn that on after this interview is over. I'm probably going to make a little bit of food, kind of hungry, and then I'm going to watch that movie and be disappointed once again. <laughs> I know it's going to be bad. But do, is, did, did, you guys, did you guys watch the, the, the reaction? Or have you at least, do you remember the trailer? Because that trailer is so sweet. Yeah, I love that trailer. I mean, that was my favorite trailer. I was so stoked for the movie, and it came out. I'm like, really? You're talking movie. about Salvation, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, I don't. I don't hate the movie as much as most people do. I actually I think it. it's. I think it's like above average, even. A handful. Of, I mean, that's kind of what we heard today. That we heard a lot of people say that they like that movie more than uh-huh. than I remember people enjoying. So. You know, Jeremy, you're not the only one. I can't get past Worthington. That's just me. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of his. I don't know. It's like I'm like a fan of Worthington, just like you guys are, like um, the Pacific Rim guy. Um, Hunnam? Hunnam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Act, you like actually? No, no, no but <laughs> you like love to make jokes about him, sort of like. What, no, what, okay. uh, what movie where he was it? Where he was the captain or like a colonel in? I uh, war uh, recently. Oh I yeah, the Netflix movie, movie uh, with Ben Affleck. Mm. No, I don't. Hold on, I gotta look this up because there was a. All right, okay, okay. So now you're Drew's gonna do his thing now. Ask him a question. Yeah, I'm gonna do it. I'm doing it. Yeah, yeah. Ask him whatever you want. Don't wanna ask you a question. That's the last question. Go for it. Well, the last question is the video one, but I gotta do it. So I gotta. I gotta. I can't actually. Okay, ask. Can I be watching? It's Hacksaw Ridge. There, oh. Hacksaw Ridge. Oh yeah, that's right. He was in that. Forget about that. That's yeah, yeah. Okay, so what's the video thing? Okay, our last question we had comes from um, a friend of ours and a friend of yours. Um, let's just see if it's on screen. Oh, yes. So let me get this away to start. Oh, well, my computer's being a little slow. There That's go. all right. I could stare at that face all day. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, here we go. Hey, Drew. It's your old buddy, Billy Belford. Uh, quick question. How do you feel about these uh, children action bin-loving traders having been baiting on children action before you? You know... <laughs> Not a good look for me. <laughs> Not a good look. <laughs> I'll just say it's the exact same thing that we do when we were winning with team action. Is you let losers go first. <laughs> and we like to play it from behind. <laughs> that was my answer. Oh, I said yeah. I said Seriously? Let group goes out, save the best for last. <laughs> That's the answer. Know that's the answer. That don't forget, I get in trouble. But uh. oh, I love it. Oh my goodness! Alrighty, guys, y'all have anything else y'all need? That's good. We are good, man. Thank you all for coming in and tuning out on this Monday's episode of Chill to Action. We're very excited to to have this segment going. We appreciate every single one of y'all inside of the chat. We love it. We love y'all. Thank you so much for coming in and hanging out. We really appreciate it. Mr. Andrew Guy, let us know where the people can find you. I almost dropped this. No, <laughs> uh, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was great. I, Again, I'm, I'm a huge fan of you guys, and uh, you guys can find me everywhere online at Andrew Guy. You can find our Patreon, patreon.com slash team action. And uh, yeah, check us check us out. I actually have my own YouTube where it's all Clash Royale content. I don't know if you guys want to see that, but it's, it's also youtube.com slash Andrew Guy CR for the clash royale because i'm an adult that plays a kid's video game so there we go 
It's all good. We love it. Mr. Jarvie, tell us where we can find you. Uh, Richard Eric with a K Jarvie on Instagram and Facebook. And this was this was fun. Was, this was more like a chill. This wasn't an interview. This was just friends hanging out. And I love this about Thank you. That's kind of the vibe that we hope to go for for chill. So we appreciate that. We appreciate Andrew Guy. We, we You all know that we love Andrew so much. Paul, tell us where we can find you, bud. Well, I'm uh, at Paul underscore Denizio on Twitter. I usually, this is where I usually plug the Team Action Patreon and I say, join the Patreon. Keep me <laughs> <Ben> and Drew. <laughs> I like working for them. I don't want to get fired anytime soon. So, but Drew already <laughs> took care of that. So uh, that's where you can find me. And you can find us also at the at Called Action Podcast. And that's, I, I'm very excited and very happy. Finally got Andrew Guy, the GOAT. No, thank you guys. On the show. Thank uh, you. Especially this yeah. uh, one of the best moments of the uh, of our of our shield action career so far let's say yes angie thank you so much for coming on we love it we love you um y'all know me y'all know where to find me danny joy right there twitter you can find me there you can find me here with paul every time chill to action comes on you can find me on the call to actions and all of the facebook pages you know where we're at make sure you subscribe and like to our channel hit that thumbs up please and thank you i'm an official youtuber now hit that thumbs up subscribe all that nonsense hit the like and share <laughs> algorithms and shit is it helps. Yeah, and we're trying to get to a thousand subscribers so if you're not a part of this channel make sure you like it all of that good stuff thank you all for coming in and hanging out we're super excited paul do you got anything to say about next week uh yeah we are uh in negotiations we are kindly dotting the i's and crossing the t's but next week we shall see chill to action welcoming mike kalinowski Oh shit! Wow. And, and Shannon is going to come on with with Mike as well. I will not be tuning in, but I will <laughs> turn it on, give it a thumbs up, and mute it, just so you guys get the views and it helps bump you up in the algorithm. Because you know what, I want nothing to do with that guy. <laughs> I think I, bet, I think that show will be really great. I I, I think that'll be a lot of really interesting insight in there especially with both of them she's amazing i don't know if you guys know shannon well she's amazing well i have not met her yet i've heard our other call to action people did meet her in orlando and they have all loved loved her so yeah so we're looking heart. forward to it so we are we're super looking forward to it kelsey will be on with us so come and hang out next week y'all we can't wait thank you all for coming in and being in the chat thank you make sure that you subscribe or like our facebook page all of that good stuff we love y'all we out Oh, this shit was clean. <laughs> clean.